The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's the Real Money Show. We're ready to rock the number one eight seven seven eight silver in the website guildhallwealth.com. I'm your host, Jeremy Wiseman. Joining me, Jerry Karaya. Jerry, how you doing? So good, Jeremy. This drink is great. Okay, yeah, we've got our double espressos going for the day, so get ready. Get ready. We're going to be doing a whole lot of talking. Um, okay, so up for the, the show this week, we want to talk about some technical indicators. We want to talk about some big picture stuff for the precious metals. Obviously, an inflation update. We're going to title the show The Next Leg Up for Gold and Silver because I feel like, and I think you would agree, Jerry, that it feels like we're in a bit of a pocket here where the fundamentals, the the currency collapse, the, the lack of faith in central banking or the currency itself is not quite there yet. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're moving closer and closer to that edge of that panic of, oh my gosh, I, what is the value of this dollar? But we're not quite there yet. And so we're kind of in this pocket where there's the exit door is still open. You still have an exit plan, which is precious metals. That door is still open, but what is it going to look like when it closes? So we want to talk about that. Um, I'd like to spend a little portion of the show, and I haven't told you about this yet, Jerry, but I'd like to go through some scenarios of what it might look like if central banking collapses. You know, in 2008, they were on the precipice. They looked out into the abyss, as they said. Um, but what would it look like if it if it just collapsed now, if we did get that l- lack of of support for it if people stop trusting yeah. the, the central banks we got to go there so we've got let's let's just look at some scenarios and and consider those from from our positions from our uh, standpoint then um, we'll get paul onto the show to talk about supply chains supply chain disruptions how that's affecting the metals market what we're having to do to overcome that right now in the market and uh, then we can get into a little bit of pricing on the metals as well so let's get started um big picture where are we at well on the macro side obviously inflation is the big ticker the big headline the number one google search term still is inflation and hyperinflation Um, big picture today uh, was the fed's board of one of the board of governors he spoke today and we're recording on the friday just before the weekend uh big concern of inflation gets embedded into wage demand so um you know how are the people gonna you know get paid more to keep up with the cpi to keep up with pricing people the employees need to get paid more and this is the big crux how can you add more more wage and and continue to rate uh, wage uh, increase the wages if you know you're not uh you're not if the GDP continues to you know get suppressed and it's going backwards and we're seeing stagflation, so his concerns is inflation uh, gets embedded into wage demands. He also says there's still a massive demand for stimulus. So uh, even though you need it, he wants to uh, you know he wants he thinks that they should also accelerate the taper. So he's all over the place, and the macro picture is just this: there is no confidence. These uh, these Fed chiefs, these Fed members. They want to do it all, but they can't do it all. Uh, the The fact is, you want to taper um, and 
still need a, need need your stimulus. You still need the punch bowl to the party, but you also have to deal with the inflation. And the inflation is running away. They're already behind the curve on the inflation, especially here in Canada. We're seeing inflation, uh, but you're not. You haven't raised your interest rates yet, so we're well behind the curve. And that's the macro. That's the big setup here. And we're seeing, you know, the technicals on the on the technical side. Things are sort of consolidating right now in gold and silver. There's so much happening all at once, and and the thread through the whole thing is the Fed printing money. It's, it? it's causing all of the issues, in my in my mind. Now you could say, well, there's subtleties around, right? Not everything is completely black and white. There's some gray. Okay, fine. But at the end of the day, the amount of money printing that's going on is causing a massive amount of these problems. Case in point. Um, I put this up on our Instagram this week. This is from the Nancy Pelosi portfolio tracker, <laughs> right? They yes. have a whole a whole uh, feed. It's amazing. They put out some great stats. They put out this one. 40% of all dollars in existence were printed in the last 12 months, and the federal insists that inflation is transitory, right? So let's just play through that for a moment. They gave uh, the government borrows from the Fed. They gave out a whole bunch of checks. People are sitting at home. They're saying, why would I go and work when I can sit back at home and I'm, I've got a flush bank account, right? Makes sense. Mm -hmm. You can't get dock workers in, in California. So now you've got supply disruptions. Right. Why? Because you printed all this money. You force people to stay at home, right? Or they've now decided they want to stay at home because they're flush with cash and they don't care. You can't print money forever. Mm -hmm. I got asked that today from a, from a customer saying, well, can't they just print money forever? Like, what's to stop them? Well, there's a finite amount of goods. The mm -hmm. more money you print, the more you're going to have to pay for the same amount of goods. Right. Case in point. Let's keep it on topic, Jerry. Yeah. Gold and silver. You can only add to the gold supply, what, one and a half, one and, one and three quarters a year. That's mm -hmm. it. You can't just turn on the light and double the gold supply. It doesn't work that way. We, we live in a physical world behind all the computers behind all of the NFT stuff and you know this the the stock market going crazy there's still a company behind that right. that, that owes money to someone <laughs> right so you know you still have to plug that in well that takes energy you plug in your computer it takes energy mm -hmm. right where's that energy come from is it did they find a whole bunch of oil somewhere no they haven't found they haven't found an oil oil in, in forever a, a massive deposit that's right so peak oil you just go, yeah, that, that that's, exists. It's not conspiracy. Same thing with gold. E easy gold is gone. So it's only going to get more expensive for oil. It's only, everything's only going to get more expensive. And that's then right. when they want to go into uh, green technologies and all of this stuff, you, you got to produce that with fossil fuels. Right. Right. How many, how many people have we shown on the show that said, you want to go green that you're going to put so much pressure on fossil fuels mm -hmm. it's going to drive the price of oil to hundreds of dollars yeah, you're pay we're for seeing it. that now just because of the money that's being printed yeah right so um, again it's all about the money being printed it's going to more money chasing the same amount of goods that's inflation anyone that t wants to tell you different is trying alchemy on you yeah, it's, it's just trying to alchemize well no it's a mysterious no no no, no. it's not a Don't, phenomenon here. exactly and about the scarcity and the scarce factor and you know the chase for for assets uh the f this this uh, fed chairman or the fed governor that spoke today one of his tweets was there is still a scarcity of safe and liquid assets in the world he's bringing up a very important topic for us who are listening he's saying that scarce is where you should be there's a scarcity in the face of 
this mass amount of monetary stimulus and expansion. Uh, why is there a scarcity of safe and liquid assets? Because they're scarce, and there's so much money flowing and chasing good assets right now, liquid assets, monetary metals. Um, you know, you know, the time couldn't be better, especially now. Why is today such a good time to buy silver and gold? It's because they're available still. Um, day by day, week by week. We cannot say, I had a client that called in today and he's like, do you guys have any monster boxes, which are the silver maples, the yellow boxes? I'm just like, yeah, we do. We have about six or seven in stock and he's interested in potentially buying it uh, two weeks from now. I said, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to have them available. And that's the reality. If you have the chance to buy it today or acquire that goods, those goods today, uh, convert out of your fiat now and get your hard asset. Get that scarcity in your portfolio today. And we'll talk about that with Paul, about how the scarcity, how the supply chain's working and the precious metals. And why is it that, okay, we've got silver maples this week, but we could easily be out of them by next week, right? You just don't know how the supply demand is going to be and what is it going to take to get new product in. That's so we'll, forecast. we'll definitely discuss that with Paul. If you want to get physical precious metal in your portfolio, it's quite easy. You just uh, call the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Everything at Guildhall is physical. We go by the motto, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And so therefore, when something's physical like that, there's no counterparty risk. When you own physical gold and silver, again, the type of product that if you can't hold it, you don't own it. This isn't paper that there's no counterparty risk. Anything can happen in the, in the world out there, but you still own that physical product, right? No one else has a claim to it. That's the most important thing. So whether you buy it directly from us, whether you want to buy it and store it in a vault sub account, where it's fully allocated to you, you are the sole owner of that product within the vault for ease of liquidity and security and insurance. That might be a direction for you. Or if you want to acquire physical gold and silver for a registered account, like an RSP, TFSA, Lira, LIF, RIF, uh, these are great places to put actual physical precious metals. And that's something that we offer here. And it's amazing because we've been doing it for six years. And it's still a surprise to many people to find out, wait a minute, I can actually own physical in in their RSP. Yeah, and another surprise is many, many people forget that we offer free gold. So for every 10,000 US that you invest, you're getting a surprise from Guildhall of one, you know, one gram of gold. Um, and you know, this is one of those things, small, it's a small gift, but it's something that differentiates ourselves from the rest. We love giving uh, and we love you know, walking you through this entire process. It's a very short and sweet process with which I think Jeremy and I have mastered over the years. So get in touch and get some physical within your registered plans today. So coming up, we want to stick on on the topic of just all this money creation, where does it lead? And why are we in this perfect pocket of precious metals? And what is the next leg up in precious metals look like? Again, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to the real money show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Uh, in the next uh, few minutes, we'll talk about uh, some technical indicators. We'll talk again a little bit about the big picture of precious metals because, again, we feel like we're in this just perfect pocket to continue to acquire precious metals, and the technicals are going to show you why we're still in that perfect pocket, but it's not going to last for long, and so you want to stay tuned for that. But first, let's talk about some scenarios, Jerry, of what it might look like if the central bank system as we know it collapses. Now, why are we saying that? Because as Catherine Austin Fitz calls them, the Mr. Global, they, they know that the central bank system pretty much ended in 2008. They've kept it on life support um, for the last decade plus, right. continued to print money, throw it into the market, how do you know this was all just a farce? Because they never raised interest rates, and they just kept printing money. Mm -hmm. So uh, there was no, well, now we feel safe enough, strong enough to get the patient out of bed walking on their own. It mm -hmm. never happened. Yeah. The patient stayed in bed the whole time. They could never get back up to any semblance of interest rates in and around 5 6%. Now they're threatening it, of course. But I digress. So we know that this system is is folding. Now, on the one hand... I'm going to set up the three scenarios at the outset. On the one hand, we have the Klaus Schwab reset. Okay, Let, let's 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 just start there. What do you what do you make of that? The you'll own nothing. You'll you'll be chipped. You'll have a central bank digital currency. They'll just control from there, and they'll roll you into that. What do you think the appetite actually is for people to say, "Oh, I that I can't great. wait for the mm -hmm. central bank to." own me well when you're revealing uh your 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 cards your hand um something tells me uh you're rushing things through so this is something that the world economic forum brought to the table um and they're revealing their plan that they do want to move into this consolidated you know debt jubilee uh you know digitization of literally everything and lack of ownership you know the whole uber mentality and uh, the airbnb mentality of you don't need to own anything you could just rent everything and you know we're seeing experiments like this happening in china there is a move towards uh, digitization um for example there was uh, just yesterday what was reported at the world gold council they had an interview with the omfif which is the office of the Monetary and Financial Institutions Forum, and they were talking about the future of gold and the implementation of CBDCs, which is central bank digital currencies, and what this will look like for the future of gold. And there was a clear divide between having just a fiat digital currency uh, backed by the central bank, you know, with a basket of currencies. We already have that. The right. SDR, the special drawing right from the IMF, it has already been in existence for decades. Right. It's nothing new. This one's just digital. Um, so they actually talked about an expiring yuan. So there's a Chinese currency called the renminbi or the yuan. And they've experimented with negative rates. And this is how they're going to bring negative rates um, to fruition. It's by having these type of digital currencies. And further, they want to stimulate growth and, and spending by offering expiring money. Right. So they're going to give you a digital currency that you're allowed to have with carbon credits and, and you're allowed to spend, but they'll expire at the end of maybe a week or two. So what you're saying is you can see the implementation or the movement towards the implementation of, the, we'll call it the Klaus Schwab reset, 
because negative interest rates forces people out of cash. Correct. And then uh, what was the other one you were just mentioning? Like oh, expiring money. So let's let's give a handout, a carrot and the stick, if you will. You'll get this free money if you're willing to spend it now and get into the system, right? So it's it's a little it's a giveaway, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To to get people engaged and uh, adopting the system. Yeah, and if you don't adopt, you know they can just fast track your expiration date or just turn your currency into null and void. Now that's something actually, you know, speaking of the digital currencies, I think that's something that the Bitcoin community can see through as well, because the Bitcoin community looks at it as a sovereign, what they have as sovereign currency, whereas a digital currency, you're, which we're on now, we have the digital currency now, right? Everything you do is digital. You tap. know, you, you, you tap your iPhone and your iWatch onto things and you pay WeChat, for stuff. Alipay, yeah. But the difference is, is that when it's all controlled, right from the central bank and you're essentially getting rid of banking now they control you 100 percent. they can mm-hmm. they see exactly where every dime is spent and that's probably the big concern whereas the again the crypto side of things are, are looking at that saying well that's not what we are yeah we're sovereign we don't we want the independence of that so i think that you know just in in kind of quickly going through this conversation i think we can say that the klaus schwab reset the Mr. Global Reset is not good for Mr. Citizen. That's correct. It's going to be very, very bad, and it's, it essentially is going to amount to slavery. Yeah. Now, we could go into discussions about what is this whole lockdowns and COVID and the collusion between Big Pharma and all of that and see how that plays with the central banks. Um, you know, one day maybe we'll get to watch that documentary. The second one, which I think is kind of the most interesting in a way, would be what I, what I would deem the organic reset mm, now remember organic. yeah remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how banking in the united states worked in the 19th century you had all the banks are independent there's no central bank right and each each bank is issuing its own currency right now they have to back that currency if someone's going to go into that bank you have to say well why should i use your currency Right. The bank says, well, we're backed, we're backed by gold. We have a fractional reserve of gold, and uh, here's the audit for the gold, and there you go. You know, you can use our currency. I like this idea a lot in, a, in an organic sense of each bank issuing its own currency, but it's regulated from the government to say you have to show that you're backed by gold. And then who cares if there's a dozen, a dozen, thousands of different currencies? It doesn't matter. It's no different than Europe yep. in the 90s, mm-hmm. right? When you had the lira and the franc and the this and the that. Everyone was used to changing up currencies. Yeah. So it would be the same thing, except with 5G and whatever, it's all instant. Mm-hmm. It's instant. Yeah. You can trans- you'd know exactly what you're converting between currencies. And the, and the best part is is they'd probably all be stable because they're all backed by gold anyway, mm-hmm. right? So that's just the organic side of things. Would you say that's happening in, in Venezuela a little bit? I mean, they're, they're slicing off gold to pay for things. They're also mining for gold individually and then taking the gold and buying the crypto to, to, to buy things in their daily life. In mm-hmm. other words, it's like a, a dual currency there exactly. of gold and crypto. I don't know if if they're still using U.S. dollars, but you know, in the '90s, when the when when uh, countries in South America were having issue, it was all well, get into U.S. dollars so that you can protect what you what you have. 
I don't think people can do that now because the Fed's been printing so much of the dollars. That's that's not a safe haven. No. Right? They have to do something else. And so there's crypto and gold. But um, I'm going to digress just a little bit further. Go on, go on. Just one I like, little I like more thing. where you're thing. going with this. Um, you know, people would ask me about crypto all the time. And I just say, listen, I am not an advisor. I, I don't know. It's a little esoteric for me. But at the same time, I say this. I think personally what's great about it is it's got – it can't be undervalued and it can't be overvalued because I don't know what the real value is and I don't think anybody does. And that's the beauty of it, isn't, isn't it? Is it can yes, never yeah. be under, it can never be over because no one knows what it is. Egon von Greyerts came out with an article this week and Excellent. he was kind of going scorched earth, earth yeah. on, on Bitcoin and he was saying the exact same thing. Can someone please tell me what the natural value, innate value of Bitcoin is? Because he has no idea. So mm -hmm. he's like, it could go it could go up three more times yeah. over because we don't know what the value is. And if you don't know what the value is, isn't that sort of a perfect analogy for Fed printing money? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that encapsulate exactly where we are? Where they speak. When you don't have your currency backed by something where you can say what the true value is, that this many ounces of gold should buy a house, this many ounces of gold should buy... A toga and a sand and pair of sandals yeah, and a suit. and a and a belt and a, a a custom suit. If you don't know what these things are, when you ask people what's the value of the Canadian dollar, they say, "Well, it's uh, one two five against the U.S." Yeah. Okay. What's the U.S. worth? You've got two ships in the night just tied to each other. Lost. Cloudy night. <laughs> at sea, and they're now the storms are raising. Mm -hmm. w what is it worth? Where are you? You don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. And that, so that's, the that's the problem. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying that cryptos are a reflection of the times we're in. If you're going to print money, no one knows the value of anything. Mm -hmm. You can, for, for things like Bitcoin, you can have a finite value of this Bitcoin, um, just like finite value of gold as you're mining it. However, the smallest increment that we go in gold is a gram. Yeah. The gram is what the Venezuelans are using on the street to buy bread and necessities. For Bitcoin, the decimal place can be moved. We we processed a few Bitcoin transactions this week, and the fractions of Bitcoin can just keep going and going and go. So you're not building outwards in in supply. You're just dissecting mm. what you have even more and more and more until it becomes what. Where is the store of value? Yeah, you cannibalize the the uh, the, di the divisibility of the quote unquote money, right? I call it currency, but it's smart. Yeah, you know. But I think investors and people who are concerned about what is the best store of value are concerned about this because we have never we've Bitcoin hasn't gone through. Uh, a crisis, a real crisis. It's been around for eleven years, not five thousand. So um, the gold, the gold crew that are going to say, well, it's not been tested. Can they've got you know uh, four thousand nine hundred and eighty nine years <laughs> to go before we can properly assess in in terms of that argument? But now, for look, our listeners, we own. We have crypto as well. So we're not on just one side. We believe in layering and diversification, layering yeah. and, and various means to ultimately offset the damages in fiat currency. Yeah, it's about getting out of the banking system because we don't, we don't have much faith in the current, current currency. And we're, we're going to talk about that, what happens when faith flies out the window. Um, and so you you have to diversify a bit. Now, I, for me personally, I don't want to go too far into it, but it, the technology is great, right? 
distributive ledger technology is great, but it's it's the other it's the other stuff that that is a bit questionable. Okay, let's talk quickly about the third one because we're we're running out of time on this segment. The third one is the Nasera Jacera thing, right? So that's really the the other option. You've got that we would we would encapsulate it as the Klaus Schwab is the black hats, the Nasera Jacera is the white hats, and somewhere in between is an org, is an organic. Uh, organic mishmash. mishmash of you know we we've cast off both or or you know we cast off one the other one didn't exist we don't know much about this uh, other concept you can look it up on wikipedia which i think is constantly editing things and changing things and being part of the um fact checker um culture but all we know is that it promises to back everything by gold and that the price of gold and silver would obviously have to go sky high to, in order to do this um, to get it all set up. W very briefly, Jerry, 30 seconds, what do you know about this? Well, it's constitutional, and we have to remember that uh, anything that was drafted by the Constitution or the Bill of, Char the Bill of Rights is, uh, as, we, as we grow day to day here today, we are, learn we are learning how perfect this, this act is, this, mm. this Constitution is. So remember, money needs to be backed by something tangible, and that is your wealth insurance, your gold that's divisible, portable, durable, recognizable, scarce. And to conclude the World Gold Council's report with uh, OMFIF, uh, they introduced the the mere thought of yes, let's unify this this uh, this national digital currency with some gold, and your nation better have gold. I was looking at the reserves for Canada; we have zero. So Nasera Jasera, it's an act you can look it up. It's a recovery act, and it's really just a restoration of you know let's. We suspended the gold standard. Let's reinstitute it. Remember, it was never abolished. It was never nixed. It was suspended. So we can head back to a standard <laughs> and, you know, we bring back the credibility. It's like what Reagan said. There's nothing more permanent than a, than a government temporary measure. Oh, goodness. Right? Yes. That was Nixon. That We're going to lift the gold standard temporarily. Mm -hmm. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. We've got to quickly do technical and big picture in the next segment because we kind of lost a bit of track of time. Again, it's Guildhall Wealth, one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Real Money Show here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Remember, if you, don't, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. Very simple, and that's why we only deal in physical precious metals. Jerry, I want to get to the technical things that we were going to talk about. Um, I watched a great video on Arcadia Economics from Rafi Farber. Um, he did such a great job. He, he hosted it by himself. Um, wonderful. I'm going to get it out into a newsletter over the next week. I'm going to just talk about the one aspect, one chart out of all of them that he showed. You know, he talked about the fact that we've come back to the silver 50-day moving average since the summer. Um, he talked about gold, silver in real terms and showing that it's just touched the bottom of the upward trend, meaning, mm -hmm. you know, in 2011, we were way off the, mm -hmm. the trend line. We're just touching the trend line now, which is a, a huge mm -hmm. bounce off support, bounce off support to say, okay, now we know where the next leg is. We just hit bottom on this. But what the most interesting chart for me that he brought up was silver is money when consumers get scared. So he brings out 1980, he brought out uh, 2011, and he brought out um, uh, 2020, 
Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, 2019. Okay. Because um, we know what happened in March of 2019. Everyone got really scared about what was going on with the money. And, and once they started printing the money, it was like, whoa, now right. everyone's woken up. His premise by these charts, and there's three examples up until now, is essentially when consumers get scared, when the consumer price index mm-hmm. goes up, people start worrying scramble. about the, the money and yeah. they scramble. So they're not scrambling just yet. We see it every day. Mm-hmm. We're, we're seeing a scramble, but it's not the mainstream public scramble. They're saying calm this down. This is still nothing. the savvy scramble, yeah. right? Um, savvy scramble. We should, we should call that the title of the show this week. Um, so that's what you're seeing. But the consumer price index is not showing that people are scared yet of the, of the collapse of the money system. Mm-hmm. And, but when that starts to happen, when people get scared about the money, watch out gold and silver. Mm-hmm. And I would say we're anywhere from a week to several months from seeing this full, full blown effect. Mm-hmm. Well, for the technical landscape, the gold is above the $1,800 mark. Uh, support would be around 1825 to 1830. Uh, over the last week and a half, we saw obviously some really good gains from silver, which bottomed in October up to 1865. So we're seeing a little bit of a retracement, uh, sort of a, some exhaustion. But even in spite of a strong U.S. dollar, we're seeing dollar uh, dollar across the board strength against the Canadian dollar and many other various currencies. We're still seeing the resilience in gold despite U.S. dollar strength. So we don't see that negative correlation right now. Although, um, you know, the, the dollar on the other hand looks over overbought. This can continue uh, once the inflation uh, data comes back. We're seeing next week. Uh, Wednesday, November the 24th, day before Thanksgiving, we got GDP coming out of the States, and then we have uh, core price index, so inflationary figures come out next week. So from now until then, I think this is a good time for precious metals buyers uh, to, to pick up while we have some loony strength. We don't know how long that's going to last for. And then FOMC minutes as well could be a good time next week, early next week to be buying your metals. So those are the technicals that I see here. So this is a good uh, good opportunity to be buying off the dips. And another technical one, um, uh, again, from that video I was just mentioning, is how much physical silver has been drawn off the comics over the last year, especially since the silver squeeze, which remember was in February. Um, the comics had back then a little over 150 million ounces, and they're down to below 100 million. So wow. there's been over, uh, I think, uh, according to, to him, it was something like 50 million ounces plus have been drawn off. Now, what was it the doesn't- time frame on that? A year For since year, February. 50, wow, so that's huge. So while on the surface it doesn't look like much is happening, market seems to be quote unquote consolidating. Underneath that, the physical is being drawn off the comex at a m- rapid rate. And so um, what he was suggesting during the video is just keep it up, keep buying. Right, mm-hmm. Rafi was just saying, you know, you gotta keep stacking because it's working. You're gonna keep pulling this product off. They gotta get it from somewhere. You're outstripping supply consistently, and at some point, the the rubber's gonna hit the road, and this thing is just gonna explode. And we've seen it explode several times in the past. This isn't 
you know, la la talk. It's happened before. It will happen again. And so we're very excited. Yeah. Any type of silver, whether it be silver maples, tubes of 25, you have monster boxes. We brought in a new kilo bar, Nadir, which is a 4.9, uh, beautiful product with serial numbers. So that's going to be, L, uh, it's LBMA approved. So it's going to be RSP eligible. Get those in your RSPs. We do have 100 ounce bars. Any type of silver, we're doing the job. We're taking the physical out of the market and we're allocating it, titling it to you with serial numbers. And this is exactly what needs to be done. Put the pressure on the comics. Put the pressure on the futures markets. The Basel III rules indicate that they need the physical. They need the physical to create these futures, these future instruments, these financial instruments, which flood fake contract supply, 5,000 ounces per contract. So let's do our part. Let's continue. We're going to be thankful for the ounces that we do have available. So get in touch with Guildhall Wealth. This is your moment. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. Joining us now, Paul Wiseman. How are you doing, Paul? Good. It's been a long time since I've been on the air, I guess. I, <laughs> I, somebody has to be busy looking after everything. Uh, well, it's getting tougher and tougher and tougher. I'm exactly. Spending. Getting uh, the supply chain for precious metals. Uh, earlier in the show, Jerry and I were just talking about that, you know, silver maples. Yep, we've got them this week, but by next week they could be gone and what would it take to get more just on this product alone what would it take to get more maples in the market well there's not a lot out there a they're also making 2022 so to get 2021 is a little lean the spreads have gone up uh, just between the bid and the ask uh, on the spread is four dollars and 75 cents spread that's us between buying um, silver maples uh, eagles are actually $8, if you can believe it, between the bid and the ask, um, and they're very, very scarce. And one of the reasons, um, the people that refine silver and gold, um, they have what is called blanks. They don't produce or finish product. What they do is make rounds. They're called blanks, and they're one-ounce blanks and they get sent to all the different mints right. that then basically stamp whether it's a, a Canadian mint or a US mint that's what they do so there's a shortage of blanks which makes it tough to start off with uh, we're looking at deliveries in silver and gold and you know this is on Royal Canadian product as well maybe three to six weeks out so when I'm booking we've got a, a double whammy We've got currency, FX, uh, this week. Because it's getting more volatile. The, the well, dollars you know, are jumping a, up and down. Basically, there was a 3% swing on on the Canadian to the U.S. dollar. Mm -hmm. So we've got to take that into account. Uh, we prepay for a lot of our merchandise. That way we get quick deliveries rather than someone who's going to get you know order product and it becomes a receivable to the company. Uh, they like customers that pay for their product, so they're happy to ship it. There is so much product as well, just generally, in the retail and wholesale business that's sitting offshore right now in containers that they cannot land. Now, this is just-in-time inventory, which... Are you talking about metals? No, I'm talking about uh, just just regular product right now. And I'll get... Because I'm going to swing back into the metals. Metals are in the same category as well because the cost of shipping gold and silver... The, the prices they get caught up in the logistics and all yeah. that. But the prices have gone crazy. So everybody's looking for the cheapest way to ship. Right. So if you've an insurance, 
you know, as prices go up, the value of the product that you're shipping. So if you look at the containers, all those people that are using just-in-time deliveries, there is no more just-in-time. So what's happening, you have to basically buy five, six times as much inventory because you don't know when you're going to get your next delivery, especially if out of China if you're in the retail business. Right. So five to six times inventory, who's going to finance that for you? You know, the banks don't want to finance inventory because they figure if there's a container of clothes and that company goes out of business, they're going to get 10, 15 cents on the dollar. So they're not interested in 100% financing. So there, you know, there's lots of reasons why product is sitting offshore. You know, wait a second. You're you're making it sound, you're making it sound like, you know, this could be a, a, a strategy on the part of like a Walmart to squeeze out the little guys well, Wal- because they can afford to buy six weeks out. Yeah, Walmart has already done it. They've already prepared. They've loaded up their warehouses with product. Not everybody. I'm can not do dissing that. Walmart well, in particular. No, no, no. This, but they've you know, remember right. they've done extremely well in this COVID period. Right. They've made lots and lots of you know of money. They put their money into inventory because they know you've got uh, you know people are going to buy. They've been sitting at home. If they're not working at, at the office, they've been collecting uh, payments from the government. They haven't been out uh, entertaining. They haven't been going to restaurants. They haven't been going on trips. They've got money. And they know Christmas time, people are going to let loose and they're going to spend that money. And the money is going to be spent as well on jewellery. Uh, we're seeing actual jewellery starting to pick up, and I'll talk about that in the next segment. Yeah, let's pick it up on the next segment. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. It's The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. We only do physical. Now, Paul, just before break, you were basically saying that the supply constraints means that the big buyers who can buy way out into the future may be taking advantage or they can continue to maybe guarantee some product coming in. But we're seeing it as well in the supply side of precious metals. How long do you think we're going to see this supply constraint in precious metals do you think it's it's just a logistics thing or do you see it as a supply issue or do you think that it's because the prices are are too low and we're buying three times as much silver than we really should be people are buying gold and silver let's let's face facts there is a limited amount of product and a lot of buyers the wholesalers whether they're sitting on product whether the banks are buying back paper uh, or lowering the price of paper so that they can buy the physical and enjoy the windfall that's coming, and there's going to be a huge windfall because everything is tightening up. What, what do you th- do? You think? Uh, do you think J.P. Morgan actually has this windfall amount of physical silver somewhere? What do you think? My crystal ball says yes. I okay. Mean, they, I think. You, you know, think they've been pulling it off? They well, know. They've it's put like their the, fingers in every pie. Um, you know whether they're controlling. Uh, manipulating. I mean, they've all been to court for manipulating. And busted and paid and their busted. fines. They pay the fine. Uh-huh. Nobody goes to jail. It doesn't matter. And it's back to square one and back to the party. So, who, who do you think pays more fines? for uh, oh, Pharmaceuticals really, or the banks? Just as <laughs> well, bad. The bank banks paid 50 but, million this week. You yeah. know, you're talking about you know, financing inventory. Yeah. Um, banks don't like financing inventory. 
unless they can liquidate that inventory. They don't like financing even real estate. I mean, if you've got a home and let's say it's worth $2 million and you want to get a loan against it, they're calling an appraiser and an appraiser at 1.5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to leave themselves 25% just in case things go a little mm-hmm. bit upside down. A little down. buffer. Um, I think prices are going to go up it's extremely high. Um, and it's going to be the people that have the buying power, the companies that have, like we can get the allocation of gold and silver because every ounce of gold or silver that we sell, we reorder as we sell it. Right. So we've got a base. We've got three inventories. We've got a basic inventory. We've got an inventory going out and an inventory coming in to replace it. So every order that comes across our desk, we're filling. And you'll notice, you know, or people are actually noticing on our website, we only have a minimum amount of products, a minimum amount of SKUs. What's the point of putting up a hundred different items if you can't supply them? So every item that we have up on the website is in stock. It's available to you. If it's not, and we tell you it may be a week, it's on order, it's going to come in, um, we will tell you that. And, and, and what's funny about that is, I don't know if you know about this one, Jerry. I think you probably saw it throughout the office. But I was talking to Paul saying, you know, we could probably do with some more SKUs. Why don't we put some half ounce gold maples and quarter ounce gold maples on the site? And we went back and forth and said, yeah, okay, let's, let's order a bunch. Literally the next day, I got a phone call, someone looking for for half ounce gold maples and the quarter ounce, and we sold them. And so we don't have them up on the site because... It's wiped out. Because <laughs> we yeah, wiped, wiped out before we, we even got there. And that happens on a lot of products. Get delivery. That's the purpose. Right. I mean, if I order 500 one ounce gold bars and they come in, I say, fine, they're up on the site. When they get a little, I mean, I'm replacing those all the time. Somebody sells 25 or 50 or whatever, an order goes in for that same product that right we away. sold at that price. Now, what happens when this gets to a stage where you can't get product anymore, where they're saying to you, I can't, I mean, it happened to me last week. One of my biggest dealers, I went to order 501 ounce Royal Canadian Mint bars from a wholesaler and they said I can't give you a price because we don't know when we're going to get them and they don't know what they're going to pay for them and the Mm. other part of it is is it's one thing to say okay here is the general amount of business that we see coming in right now right it's sort of like a chef can say "Ah, I'll get this much uh, filet mignon Right. And by the end of Saturday night, you I'm go, we're, we're, we're out of this. We're out of that. Right. You, you go into a restaurant late on a Saturday. There's going to be things that they're out of. That means they've organized it well. Right. They've, they've, they've managed it well. How many dealers very quickly? Cause we only have about 30 seconds left. How many dealers do you think would be ready if we had like another 2019, March 2019 or February 2020 event where all of a sudden everybody and their brother, sister and uncle is buying? All of the dealers, including us, would not be able to handle that business. No. I mean, we, we can – if I can't get product, we take it off the website. It's as simple as that. You know, right now we had a – there was problems getting 10-ounce silver bars. We had a lot. We literally got wiped out. We've just put back, I think, Royal Canadian Mint. Yeah. I'm waiting for a delivery actually next week of PAMP 10-ounce. They promised me a delivery. Uh, kilo bars, exactly the same thing. I mean, we just don't know when it's going to be shipped because the wholesalers and the out of, you know, there's, there's only basically a few wholesalers because none of the people that 
mint the product want to deal directly with the public. They don't want to mess around with two gold maples and bill someone and worry about the shipping. <laughs> they, want the, they want the dealers to do that. Right now, we can fill every order that comes across our desk. If we don't have it, we're going to tell you when it's coming in, and that's the end of the story. But if you want a specific product, come to us. Again, every customer that's been buying product in Quest Trade, in the registered account, TFSA, um, everything that's to do with registered, all their orders are being filled at Quest Trade. This is why, Jay. Paul, I'm so happy that you're on the show. I mean, we're called Guildhall Wealth Management for a reason. Management is this what's going on behind the scenes that the, you listeners are hearing about, but you really need to understand what's going on behind the scenes. There's FX, there's shortages, and this is why this is the moment of decision. Uh, you've been waiting for a very, very long time, uh, especially if you haven't purchased before. Don't miss this opportunity. Get it while you can. Be thankful for what we do have in availability. This is your moment. This is the best time to be buying. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you to the listeners. Thank you for listening to us over the last uh, decade plus. We're going to continue to be here. We're excited about what's happening in the market. Thank you, Paul, for joining. And can't wait to speak to everyone next week here on The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.